welcome back to uh, Wednesday Night Fightback. And um, I wanted to talk about the knotty issue of Remainers, because let's face it, for years now, uh, we as Brexiteers have been lambasted as low-life, know-nothing, racist, imperialist, nostalgics, which is not a very nice mm. thing to be called all the mm. time. Mm. But yet, well, a couple of things. First of all, you know, my sister's a Remainer, and I love her dearly. She's mm. a, a Germanophile for very good reasons, that I understand. Mm. And, you know, mm. I'm not going to fall out with her about this. Uh, and at the same time, when I have arguments with Remainers, increasingly... What I'm hearing is, yes, but look at all the problems that Britain has, mm. to which my mm. feeling is, well, you know, you've only just noticed. That's why, you know, we wanted to, you know, that's why we we're Brexiters in the first place. So are we being too hard on them? Well, I, 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 think, I think there are many different types. I think actually, like, you know, one of my uh, theories with political campaigning generally, or door-to-door -door anywhere else, is that most people are nice. And it's yeah. true. Yeah, it is And true. actually... It is true. And most most Remainers, I mean, it, you know, there's a perfectly justifiable, rational, uh, intellectual reason for voting Remain, perfectly justifiable. Yeah. And in fact, you know, one or two prominent Social Democrats voted Remain, uh, but they're all Democratic Remainers. And that's where I sort of go, yeah, there's a fork in the road, really. The number of people who are aggressive Remainers of the type, you know, the sort of ca or the slightly ignorant ones like Caroline Lucas, you know, saying things that are absolutely preposterous is a minority. I think most people, you know, it's probably about 10%, 15% of the population have that attitude. And you'll never convert them, Michael. I mean, they'll always, you know, they they literally, the weather was worse on the day after, <laughs> after, after we well, left the European. I, I, I call them revanches because they want revenge. Yeah. And I think yes. these people are un unreasonable, unreachable, and actually bad. I think they're malign. But I don't yes. think that's what most Remainers now no. are. No, I agree with you. I think the I, we can make common cause with the vast majority, probably, who, who just want you know, the best for the country. Maybe they want it by a different route. But I don't, uh, I don't, um, uh, I don't question their, their good faith. I think they just take a different position. I mean, the curious thing, and perhaps we should sort of fess up to it a little bit, is that, um, you know, if you're a free trader, if you're keen on free trade, you really oughtn't to have voted for Brexit, really, because it makes no sense at all. I mean, you know, if you like the single market, you, should, you really ought to have stayed in. And then you have all these sort of, you know, big business friendly uh, stitch-ups done for you. Um, and also on our side, we should, there should be a little bit of contrition in that the Brexit coalition itself was split. And yeah. our vision was different to probably the majority vision. That's the first thing. And um, I think we did, another thing we can now own up to, I think, and I'd be perfectly happy to, is that I think we underestimated the difficulties of implementing a project in the teeth of an elite that really didn't want to do it. What do you think to that? Well, again, I think you've got to question how many of that elite are actually not Remainers but revanchists. Um, mm. And if they're revanchist, I think they've got to go. I mean, I think you know, mm. I think you just got, they've just got to go because they're maligned. They're maligned. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think you're, look, I think you're absolutely right. The, uh, the, the the Brexit coalition was unstable right from the start, mm. and I think in, in, to a sense, it it, it certainly it, it remains so. Um, mm. You know, I'm not sure that uh, you know the SDP policies are completely um, allied with those of, for example, Reform or or, or, or Mr. Farage. Or you know, re-smog. Or, or re-smog, yeah. I mean, they will yeah, be on yeah, some things, yeah. but on other things. So I just think it, it would be helpful to say, look, actually, we are where we are, Remainers. You're right. There really are problems. 
here are our ideas about how to deal with them. And oh, by the way, some of our policies you couldn't have done within the European Union. For example, the industrial policy and the redevelopment policies. Couldn't have done them. Which is why no, I agree. I, so I, I agree. I, I, I think the, some of these guys are our natural allies, not our natural enemies. Yeah, and I and, and I just throw another sort of point in, which is a cultural point, which I try and make a lot, which is that um, we the SDB has always been and is a very very pro European party yeah. culturally. I don't. I mean, you know, um, I'm actually I'm very lucky in getting a couple of days off next week, Michael, and I'll be walking <laughs> walking a bit of the coast in Portugal, and it's a country I love, and I speak Portuguese. And and I I think the idea that if you voted Brexit, you're not pro European is absurd. Actually, I, I, all of us um, love Europe's cultures and regional cultures and national cultures, and it's entirely up to the French, Michael. But I prefer sort of France with a, a, a you know, with a with a passport and a franc when you go, and I prefer <laughs> Portugal with an escudo. But there you go; it's up to them. Up to them. Up to them. Yeah. All right. So, um, time to start love bombing the reasonable remainers. That's right. Yeah. Okay. Take care. Cheers. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye.